It's yet another episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. Welcome back, you <laughs> babies. Oh, this is just going full Mae West this yeah, episode. Yeah, I felt, I, felt, I felt the vibe. I like it. Thank you. Uh, Connor, any uh, showbiz or are um, we just going to table that until 2022? I think we're going to table that until 2022, Meryl. All right, I Though, love Do we want to talk about what you brought up uh, via <laughs> Mariah Carey this morning? Oh, yeah. I've just recently been, been informed uh, via group chat that Mariah Carey went on a CBS like morning show this morning and was like, 9-11 was bad for me personally because it ruined my movie premiere and I was so sad I had to be hospitalized. So honestly, next time 9-11 comes around, please do Never not forget, forget Mariah Carey. What was that, Glitter? What was the movie? Butterfly? literally no uh, idea. Who gives a shit? Anyway, everyone... It, hey, it was Glitter. It was Glitter. All you lambs uh, on 9-11, just take some time at 8.30 a.m. to watch Glitter in its entirety. Exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, okay, well, he's already on mic, so let's introduce our guest for the week. Yeah. Uh, it is Peter Krychek. Is that right? Did I nail it? Yes. Good. I wrote down the yes. pronunciation in my phone. <laughs> Perfect. Good Hi, job. Peter. Hello. Hello. Uh, how How's are you? Doing? He's coming, he's joining us live from Chicago. Nope, St. Louis. St. You're Louis. in St. Louis now. Look. <laughs> Yes. Holy shit. Not even Illinois. Joining us from Missouri. Uh-huh. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> How <laughs> this dare you? Um, all right. Let's get into this For week's once, show. I'm not the one trashing Missouri. That's right. It's, <laughs> I'm allowed to. Uh, I'm from there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can say it. I can say it. That's right. I can. Um, okay. So this week's show is... Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, baby. Woo! A classic. A classic. And I realize now that um, we have covered more Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals on this podcast Good. than Sondheim. Good. My plan is working. <laughs> this is like foundational for us, Connor, right? It 100% uh, And Peter, is this foundational for you in any sense? Yeah. So I, I have seen this play as a child like three different contexts like i of course saw the the movie version as a catholic schoolboy uh i saw like a local local play that like a sister's friends was in and then there was a remounting of it i think at the schubert in chicago so i've i have seen it three times as a child and then not at all for twenty years, <laughs> good. Until I, and then, and then also in the twenty years that have somehow passed between uh, February and September of this year, yes. when, we, when, we, when we were supposed to record <laughs> earlier. Uh huh. Yeah. For some reason, this uh, something happened this year <laughs> so that can't uh, put my finger I'm on. Not entirely it. sure what Got that pretty was. Pretty busy, so um and did it come rushing back to you immediately like were you able to sing word for word all the songs as soon as they started playing or is that just a disease that connor and i suffer from <laughs> i uh i'm allergic to singing okay, no great. i i i definitely do re- did remember a lot more of this musical than i than i was ex- expected and yeah. uh spoiler alert i was definitely expecting to dunk on this musical a lot more yeah. Especially giving the context of having seen Cats 2020 or 2019. <laughs> Amazing. Please, but, uh, Cats 2019. You know, yeah. stay tuned for yeah. your thoughts. All right. Stay tuned. Let's get into it. Connor, hit us with some facts and figures. Facts and figs. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat is musical with music by Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber and lyrics by Tim Rice. It first uh, premiered at the Edinburgh uh, Festival in Scotland in 1972, and then it transferred to the West End in 1973, and that was uh, when there was a 35-minute version of the show. Um, and then it eventually uh, had its UK premiere for the full-length production that we all now know and love in 1974. 
It then transferred to Broadway, and it ran from January of 1982 to September of 1983 for a total of 747 performances. It was revived on the West End in 91. It then transferred to Toronto, and that (laughs) is where we get the one and only Joseph... Donnie Osmond <laughs> in 1992. Love there was life. a Broadway revival in 93, and there have been a ton of other like West End revivals ever since. Guys, this musical fucks. Yeah. There, uh, the original Broadway production was nominated for six Tonys, but didn't win any, including musical book, original score, featured actor and actress, and choreo. And then just a quick synopsis, if you don't know about <laughs> the show, it's based on the biblical story of Joseph and his coat of many colors that's found in Genesis. It is set in the frame in which a narrator is telling a story to children encouraging them to dream the show is almost entirely sung through it's incredible i do have a note here that says no awards just thousands of high school performances (laughs) (laughs) and that's why they didn't give it any awards the mark of a true musical is how many high school productions have there been of this correct uh yeah, that DV, the movie with Donny Osmond. Oh my God. And the hot narrator who looks like the lady from The Weakest Link show. Yes. Uh, was all we watched all the time for many, many years. Like just constantly yeah. on a loop. I was obsessed with the, co- the blue velvet costumes. Mm. For the Pharaoh's dancers with that fucking insane yes. high pony and the bangs. Ariana Grande before she could ever yeah, sing. Yeah, Ariana Grande wishes she looked that Absolutely. good in a crushed velvet bodysuit. I, uh, uh, having not seen this for 20 years, was just wildly <laughs> unprepared for how goddamn horny this musical is. Yes. The show is so horny. Why is this being told to children and showed to children? There are implications of rape, false rape false accusations, rape accusations, orgies. There are nipples everywhere you look. There are display. gold merkins. <laughs> gold this movie has everything. <laughs> Gold Merkins, it's nipples. Amazing. It's amazing. I love incredible, it. It's I, incredible. I want to know how many Catholic kids this movie was a sexual awakening for. <laughs> Countless. Hundreds. Hundreds. hundreds it has of thousands. to be hundreds. Were you affected by, were, did, was your sexual awakening <laughs> caused Induced. by Joseph? <laughs> Induced by Donny Osmond <laughs> in a loincloth lying prostrate oh, on the floor don't singing even talk about to depression? Me. Yeah, it was. It was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> that oh directly God. influenced my love of emo boys in 2008. Thank Di- you. There's a direct line. <laughs> I, as a companion piece to this, I also watched the Jesus Christ Superstar musical because uh, oh, I had never movie? seen it. Which epi- which one? Yeah. The 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 movie version with uh, with Ted Neely. Ted Neely. Oh, uh, the yeah. best version. Amazing. That's like my Easter. Yeah. Tradition is watching Jesus. I got, to, I got to see Ted Neely perform it on stage. He's it the was only amazing, the only Jesus there ever could be. That's anyway, true. Peter, go ahead. But, so, but yeah, so I was wondering to myself, why is Joseph the musical that all the Catholic kids got to watch? Yeah, and Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> is not. It was pretty yeah. obvious right away, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, because uh, there's a black guy in Jesus Christ Superstar. That's uh, why. Uh, there's a pa- actually palpable queer subtext, and uh, yeah, it's very homoerotic. And um, yet, and yet, I have to say, and yet, how many lesbians were activated by the narrator? By the narrator, yeah. Countless. Well, the Catholics don't care about lesbians. That's correct. That's fake to us. <laughs> that doesn't exist. That's not real. Um, you're lying, actually. Uh, okay, great. Uh, I would just like to kick this off by saying that a non-insignificant portion of these songs are just lists. Andrew Col- Lloyd Webber. Colors. Andrew Lloyd sons, Webber love crimin- a list. Like, criminal activities that you've been doing. <laughs> yeah. He loves a fucking list, you guys. <laughs> It's the best way to write a song because then people are like, yes, I can sing I, this. Yes, I understand. You don't have to rhyme any colors if you just no. say a bunch of colors over and over I'm again. I'm still not convinced all those colors exist, but we can get to them. Connor, just because you can't see them doesn't mean that they're if not there. If you're going to look at me That's in the face, Connor, say That's that faith. ochre is a thing, I will punch you. Connor, you're being a real doubting Thomas right Thank now. Thank you. <laughs> just love Lloyd's lists. 
<laughs> that's right. Lo- Lloyd's lists. <laughs> Lloyd's lists. That's what this show should be called. <laughs> um, so we start with just kind of a general introduction to the characters uh, where we're going to, you know, uh, where we're going to go with all this. Introducing the sons, introducing why all the other sons suck and Joseph is the good one. Um, I'm going to be honest, I didn't expect this in my late 20s <laughs> to side with the brothers for oh, most I of know, this right? musical. <laughs> well, so the reason apparently that Joseph, that Jacob gives for Joseph being his favorite is just look how hot this boy is. <laughs> He's the sexiest of all my children, so obviously I love him the most. Right. (laughs) He looks the most like my favorite wife. My my hottest wife. My hottest wife. And actually, in retrospect, incredibly Catholic. (laughs) 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 Tough. Tough to hear, but true. Um, I want to take, I just, we need to talk about the sons and the whole family situation. This man has 12 children, and Uh they're like, give him a country. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine, imagine. That's how you could do it back then. But imagine, like, being and I know that they are uh, the they're technically Jewish. The sons are the twelve tribes of Israel, mm-hmm. and um, they live in Canaan, which is modern day Israel and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I just imagine your Irish Catholic family with ten kids, <laughs> and that and somebody just being like, "Okay, yeah, you can go have your own country." Yeah, like, of course. that's insane to me. Yeah. It's just power in numbers, baby. <laughs> like, you they, outnumber everybody they figured else. Figured out <laughs> between us and our like cadre of wives we're numbering in the hundreds yeah. now and our our multitudinous children like we are we are a population Absolutely. unto ourselves 100 percent for sure but i just feel really bad for some of the kids because like imagine being named zebulon and your older brother's name is dan yeah we got a fucking benjamin and you're like levi i mean levi is pretty normal i guess compared yeah. to zebulon but uh, yeah <laughs> Simeon, just Simeon. come on, just call me just call Simon. 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 Just be kidding? Normal. I would love to be named Zebulon. <laughs> Sound like a fucking '50s sci-fi villain? <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. So the brothers, I, I, so many of these scenarios right in the beginning of this musical. I just think about in terms of writing into an advice column, mm. like, um, it's, or like, an am I the asshole? Like, so, um, <laughs> my 12 brothers, age, uh, 38M to 10M, right. uh, we love our youngest brother, but our dad seems to favor him and buys only him clothes and treats him like a god. And we're kind of bummed about it. Is this normal behavior? And everyone, everyone on the forum would be like, "Your dad's abusive. Your and dad you, is you, abusive. You, you need to set up some boundaries." Yeah, exactly. But this musical flips that on its head and says, "You should identify with Joseph, and you should agree that he is more blessed than right. the rest of the children." And they, they get upset about his dream interpretation, right? right. Which, which is just like. <laughs> Hey, y'all suck ass. I'm the greatest. But also, like, the the, the point is that his dreams are supposed to be prophecies, which they don't show until two-thirds of the way through the show. Exactly. So it really does just come across as him being like, hey, fuck you guys. Yeah, he's just really good at telling his dreams, and that entertains his dad, and his dad's like, whoa, boy, you haven't heard a dream till you heard it from Joseph. (laughs) Well, because, like, in one of the dreams, he's like, all your, like, he was like, we were all stars in the sky, and all your stars turned and bowed to me, because I'm a god, and I'm so much better than you are. I'm like, yeah, Joseph fucking sucks. you're an asshole, man, come on. What Come the on. fuck, dude? And no then you one get this to hear dreams anyway. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Yes, I am victim blaming. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. It now, is fucked up. should they have thrown him in a well and sold him into slavery? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> I would say a bit of an overreaction. Right. Agreed. But after years of being belittled and forgotten, listen, I get the pathology. That's I all I'm saying. As well. In that instance of the Am I the Asshole post, that people would be like, yeah, you guys are kind <laughs> of being an here. asshole. Everybody sucks here. <laughs> you know what? Your dad shouldn't have abused you, but also you shouldn't have sold your brother you into bro- slavery. <laughs> sold your brother into slavery. <laughs> and uh, faked his death by goat. You know exactly. what? Listen, we all make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> we all uh, make mistakes. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, shit. I have no. So. 
the the story of us doing this musical is long. Uh, about a year ago, it's September 2020 now when yeah. we're recording this. Spoiler alert. Um, about a year ago, Connor and I were like, well, we don't have any guests lined up because we're just getting back on the horse of this right. uh, podcast. Let's just do a couple that we love. So Connor and I recorded an entire episode of us doing Joseph. And then we were like, Peter, what shows would you like to do? And he's like, Joseph. And I was like, fucking throw our episode in the trash we got to get a third person in on this yeah and had scheduled it for february 2020 uh, or uh, march of 2020 and then you know uh events occurred and so now here we are in september 2020 a year later and i'm trying to look at my notes from september 2019 and understand what any of them (laughs) mean how's that going for you it's great i love it um so i have a note that the brothers display classic incel behavior uh, and I've just written down the line, we're great guys, but no one seems to notice. <laughs> Is that during the the part of like them telling Jacob? Nope, that's Joseph's coat of many colors. Oh, okay. We're great guys, but no one seems to notice. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, well, yeah, no one wants to hear you talk about how great you are. Well, this That's is really annoying. This is, once again, going back to Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber's like, whole thing of talking about what fame does yeah. to people. <laughs> He loves fame. He's obsessed with being famous and being famous specifically in biblical times. (laughs) 100%. It's a really interesting pathology. Um, Yeah. What does it mean when you identify with the brothers? I was really concerned about that, clearly. I was just like very worried about myself being like, I'm Joseph's an asshole. Like, I'm I'm actively annoyed by him through. Uh, the majority of the show of this show yeah yeah it, maddie and i both were like this dude fucking sucks why, would anyone why be his friend? doesn't seem to ever learn no. about why he sucks no. no 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 he's never learning a lesson he's the one who has to teach the lesson he's never learning this a is lesson. the classic story of the white man failing up and i say he's white because i'm specifically talking about donny osmond <laughs> Donny Osmond's failing up here. Um, and now we need to address the country western classic. Listen. One More Angel in Heaven. This song fucking slaps. Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber grew up in probably London, England, and was like, I'm going to give these hootin' hogs exactly what they want. And it's a fucking country western bop. It's a goddamn. And it's he did a God it. He delivered. Bop. He absolutely delivered. The only problem is that the actual like hoedown you, is only in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you listen to the recording, it's not in there. Tragique. Oh, so sad. <laughs> the song is great. They just have this unfortunate thing of w- dance numbers and fight scenes where they just yeah. cut every fucking two seconds yeah. and it's just like just stop just stop Enough. get a wide angle i want to see what people are doing yes. thank you thank you finally finally somebody said it on this podcast <laughs> it's it is so annoying but i do like it uh because someone has to go yes that makes me laugh a lot frankly it's just it's so fun um but it's also hilarious because they're celebrating the fact that they fucking sold their brother (laughs) they're like uh he's definitely he got into a horrible goat fight as one does to wrestle with (laughs) With a a goat Like, you know how when you're at a petting zoo and a goat just goes on a rampage yeah. and you have to wrestle it to the ground and hope that you kill it before it kills you? Absolutely. A thing we're all familiar with. Yeah, that happens to all of us all, all the time. My um, question is, is what the fuck was going on with the goats? Were they yeah. just like walking around, just like was it challenging s- for territory all the time in biblical times? Was it sort of Someone like a mega situation where the goats were just abnormally big, bigger Maybe. than our goats now? Maybe. It could have been how like long a, do you think this... How long ago do you think this musical took place? I <laughs> don't know. I couldn't say. Fucking Please. Pleistocene. <laughs> we simply have no, no, I have no way concept to tell. Of time. We have no way to tell There's when no this, way to know. this musical I happened. I just don't buy that he got murdered by a goat. Uh, I think it's a, it's a thin a thin story and i'm worried well you have to understand that jacob was old and he just couldn't keep his family straight anymore That's there were too true. many of them yeah so like he he was too busy mm-hmm. to to like question right. the logic i have to remember that in joseph's time there weren't uh 16 different police procedurals yes. that could you know predict the outcome of a multitude of crimes absolutely 
nor does it ring, uh, nor does he becomes suspicious when he walks in on his sons and their wives <laughs> celebrating wildly right. in the, the dead son's coat. Yeah. Yeah, and they're oh like God. we're just crying because we're we're just we're we're laughing because we're so sad. We're so sad. If we don't laugh, we'll cry. So then we get to Potiphar, maybe the horniest, uh, and we're four songs in, and we're immediately like reaching orange level of horny. So horny, it's ridiculous. Uh, Potiphar is just explaining that there was a rich guy with a wife, and she was like. Joseph, you got to have sex with me. And he was like, I'd really rather not. And she was like, if you don't, then I'll just say you did anyway. (laughs) Which is, I have problems with. (laughs) There is a line in this song that has stuck in my goddamn craw since I was five years old when I first saw this, which is Joseph saying, I don't believe in free love. Yes. I don't believe in free love. Which I remember hearing as a child and just being like, this is a weird combination of words that I don't quite understand. Yeah, right. Thinking about it when I got older is like, that is a weird way to protest virulent sexual harassment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not Polly is not the yeah. same as right. please don't accuse me and of also, rape. <laughs> what a what a weird finger wag in the middle of the show by by Tim Rice yeah. and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. But then I got then I got I'm looking at it now and I'm thinking about the free love movement and how much 70s. like right 100% in how much now there's all this fuckboy bullshit that people have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And how much worse that would have been when there was no cell phones and just had this vivid sense memory pop into my brain of being ditched in the middle of Joshua Tree by a dude that smelled like resin hits and patchouli for some white piece of shit that changed her name to, like, Daylily Onibaba or whatever. And just, I get it. I get. I would also be mad about that. I, I would put it into a song. I get it, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think hearing a free love reference, truly two decades and really three decades yeah. after the free love movement existed, is a tough <laughs> cultural reference for eleven year olds. Yeah, I, and to yet, understand. <laughs> and yet I laughed because I was like, <laughs> that is probably a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when your brain is still uh developing, it's still cooking, and you Uh don't understand what humor is, and you think humor is just saying butt over and over again. You get the cadence of a joke. Like, you understand how it sounds tonally, how a joke is supposed to land. Right. And so you're like, I know that this is intended to be funny. Absolutely. But I'm too stupid to get it. (laughs) And Google didn't exist. (laughs) No, it probably did. No, but we had uh, Ask Jeeves. Was we probably had Ask Jeeves, using. and they make a reference to that because they, <laughs> they said do. in one of the songs that a butler is the Jeeves of his time. <laughs> um, truly incredible. I, for a long time, I think because of the sort of Tim Burton esque aesthetics of this scene in the movie, yeah. I literally thought the guy playing Potiphar was the villainous interior designer from <laughs> Beetlejuice. Yeah, he they do is look it not similar. the same? <laughs> it's not the same person. Okay. The person in Beetlejuice is just this actor mashed up with Ross Matthews. Correct. <laughs> A thousand percent. 100%. A thousand percent. Oh my god. Yeah, this is also um the nips are out in this scene just covered Wild by out. rhinestones Pasties. which I love. Um the costuming is so scantily clad oh, for a Catholic yeah. show. What is ostensibly a biblical show, the costuming is wildly horny. Everyone's just full chest out. Yeah, and my parents were like you should yeah, if you want to watch this on repeat, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> We it's, wore that VHS out, baby. It's the Bible. It's probably fine. <laughs> not true. The Bible's full of horrible things that children don't need to read. No, definitely not. <laughs> this show actually taught me like the word execution. <laughs> Your execution date is set. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, boy. Capital punishment is tough. Amen. Um, okay. So after so he goes to Potiphar and the wife is like, well, he had sex with me. The- oh, can we talk about the fact that they, the, I fucking hate this joke so much. <laughs> Buying shears in 
pyramids. <laughs> buying chairs and pyramids. That's how we got that's uh, how we rich. got rich is yeah. buying chairs and pyramids. It's and a it's stock like, market joke. It, that doesn't work that doesn't out. work out at all because yeah. yeah, it's it's so bad. It's the Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber should not be allowed to write humor. First of all, how dare you? Because the <laughs> lyrics were written by Tim Rice, so that, please okay, don't fine. drag Andrew Lloyd Webber into this. He Tim simply Rice should wrote not the be music. allowed to write <laughs> jokes anymore. <laughs> Hear that, Tim Rice? You're canceled. Right. So. Joseph gets thrown in jail despite having done nothing and been celibate and pure. Uh, such as classic incel such behavior. Such the life of a Catholic, <laughs> <laughs> punished for celibacy. Um, and then we get to punished for the, the horniness de- of another. The depression anthem of the year. Oh, I hate this. Song. Close every door to me. It's so boring. <laughs> this man is just throwing a pity party. Like you're in jail, bruh. Everyone's right. mad. No one's pleased to be there. No one's happy. <laughs> That's the whole point of prison. That's what jail is. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, this song sucks. <laughs> this is my least favorite song in the entire it's the show. Bathroom song, yeah, for it's one hundred percent the bathroom yeah. song. Yeah, I, I hate when the children come from all around and they're just singing. La, 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 oh la, my god. La 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 la. The only good part of this uh, song is in the movie. Donny Osmond is basically in a it's loincloth. Nude. It's fully. <laughs> Nearly one hundred percent. Now, now that I'm thinking of it, I think this is the point in the movie where I passed out drunk last night and <laughs> yeah, had to stop be. and rewatch this morning. It's got to be because it's fucking boring. It's so boring. It sucks. It does nothing to advance the plot. It's just a slow song because we need one. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I hate it. Um, or I guess we need it because then we have to justify being at uh, 20 for Go, 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 Joseph. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it is a hard pivot from we do so, have- so, so sad to fucking do it, brother. <laughs> what, somebody like went to Lord Angeloid Weber and they're like, okay, um, we need levels in this show. <laughs> yeah. We can't just be at a 10 we the can't entire be at a 10 time. The whole time. So he's like, cool, let me take it down to a zero. <laughs> A negative. A we're neg- we're in the negatives at, that's, at this point. And then I'm going to hit you with the biggest fucking bop <laughs> you've ever heard in your goddamn Top life. Top of everyone's pump up playlist is Go, 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 Joseph. Hell yes. <laughs> Just an abs- absolute swerve in, into 180 and uh-huh. whiplash. It's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. It's like it truly and visually in the movie. It's like the part in um, the song Shout that's often played at weddings where everyone has to crouch lower and lower and lower. And then the next verse, they build it higher and higher. That is just close every door to me into Go, 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 Joseph. It's just that. It's the end. It's the low part of Shout into the big part of Shout. (laughs) And by the end of Go, 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 Joseph, everybody's jumping around. Hell yeah. (laughs) Wearing their like 60s go-go dancing boots and everything. Amazing. It's so incredible. I love the the fact that the justification is that uh, don't worry, Joseph, we read the book. (laughs) We know how this goes. (laughs) (laughs) They literally break the fourth wall to be like, I don't know how to justify this uh, Pump up. wild change in tone <laughs> otherwise, so you're going to be fine. So remember the Bible that we've all read? It's This is what I have to do to the kids that I nanny when we... So we're in the process of watching a movie every week because they get very stressed out by movies. Mm-hmm. So we're doing exposure therapy, which is where we just sit and watch a movie and about like... A third of the way in, they get very stressed by Mm. whatever conflict is being set up. And we have to stop. And I go, it's okay. Remember, we've either A, read the book this movie is based on. So (laughs) we know how it ends. Or it's a movie for children. So it's going to have a happy ending. Like, I I would never show you. Tell that to Mufasa. (laughs) I would never show you Old Yeller where the dog dies at the end. Like, please trust that I'm curating movies that won't devastate you. And that's how this feels. Just like. Uh, the adult in the room going, hey, hey, I know it's sad, but guess what? This actually has a happy ending. Don't get too stressed out. Don't get too <laughs> don't, stressed don't out. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. We've all read the Bible and we know how this story ends. Right, exactly. <laughs> does does that make not Annie Lennox narrator God? <laughs> she is not Annie Lennox. She that is, is not is Annie Lennox. so good. Yes, and she is God. She's God. God is a woman. 
<laughs> Thank you, Ariana Grande. Very subversive, this film. Very, Very subversive. I'll give, you the, I'll give you this one, Ariana. But just this one. Just this, <laughs> just one. this one. I They break the fourth wall so many times. Yeah. Because there are so many times in, with the narrator where she said, like, in the second act, when she's like, um, uh, Joseph just got the best job in Egypt. This would be a great place to stop the show. <laughs> but guess what? We're going to keep going. <laughs> There's still more. Just when you think it can't get any better, it, it will. <laughs> um, right. So go, 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 Joseph. We've pumped him up. We've blown a lot of smoke up his ass. We're like, you got this, buddy. <laughs> and somehow or another, it gets around the jail that he can tell what dreams mean. Right. And I'd love to know the conversations that Joseph was having. You know, he was just sitting in his jail cell, like telling people about the dreams he had, which is Truly the worst form the of worst punishment. The worst person on the planet. Yeah, that's horrible. No one wants to hear that. And someone was like, well, let me try and bore old Joseph right back and I'll tell uh-huh. him my dream. And he just spun that into a profession. That's fucked up. He was the Freud before Freud could Scam. ever happen. He's a scammer. <laughs> He's a scammer. <laughs> He's a scammer. And here at Bits Over Broadway, we do love We love a scam. a scam. That's why we love Joseph. Um, I think the... The ultimate, uh, the case of this movie is psychoanalysis is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the, that is how to distill it into a sentence for sure. Psychoanalysis, we love it. We actually think it's pretty cool. <laughs> we approve. Um, the most stereo, have you ever been to, um, like an upper middle class white woman's home where no. they have statues of, uh, a chef? Just in their kitchen for oh, some yeah, reason. With the checkered pants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that man came to life and is in this film. Um, <laughs> is he the baker? <laughs> and he's the baker. Can we talk about whatever the hell the butler is wearing? <laughs> yeah. What is this fashion? I do not understand it. What? What is it? It's. He looks very, um, like, cartoonishly French. Yeah. Did I make that up? I should have rewatched Butler Joseph. Let's, let's look. Let's all take a moment and. Uh, go- oh yeah, he looks like a bumblebee. Why Amazing. was that the best option t- to have something read as Butler, Butler when and- you could just put him in a tuxedo? <laughs> yeah, they were really hoping the mustache would do a lot of the heavy lifting, and it does. Uh, but then, then they got a little wild with it. I gotta say, <laughs> I just gotta say, the wig is atrocious. It's it's a it's a dry wig. It's hard to look at, and it's sort of like Farquaad's <laughs> hair at. before Farquaad was a thing. Yes, and I hate it. Oh, it's very. Why bad. is it shaped like a like a triangle? <laughs> It is truly a maddening Lovecraftian horror that <laughs> Thank you. destroys I'm, I'm the minds of those that gaze upon it. Anyway, these two fuckos are like, hey, we got dreams. Tell us what it's about. And Joseph's like, well, it's sort of a good news, bad news, sitch. Uh, but unfortunately, one of you lives while the other dies. <laughs> And that's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow. Because I imagine that they were friends, you know? Yeah, that has to have sucked. Yeah, you don't want to have the bad dream. That is that is truly my fear, is that one of my horrific nightmares will come to pass. Mm. Um, often my nightmares are just that Mitch calls me and hangs up on me. <laughs> that causes me a lot of grief. That does raise the question is, what did that baker do to warrant a death penalty? And <laughs> why are we I not looking know. into this more? Because Did he like poison that man looks the like a bread or something? Oh, he's absolutely a pervert. Um, <laughs> he has done something with a baguette that's against man. <laughs> that is simply should not be named. <laughs> Shouldn't be done. We can't speak of the it The other here. Lovecraftian horror of this show. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> what went down with that baguette or where it went down uh, more like um truly uh, it's just so wild that anyone would be like well here's my dream what does it mean i mean i google that like once yeah, a week time. but i would never ask a person I would never go to a person and be like hey can you interpret this for me no i'm no, just gonna like crowdsource what... it from things on the internet that are like uh teeth mean that you have children in your brain right what? okay sure <laughs> 
<laughs> teeth mean you have children in your brain? Listen, uh, don't go on Dream Internet. I now have this is so psycho. Okay, I had the I had a really bad nightmare the other night, and wow, Meryl's about to tell us our. I'm fucking not going to tell you the dream. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it was so bad that I was like, I got to find a way to get myself out of these dreams. Yeah. And so I looked up dream apps, dream journal apps, and now I have this uh, app that's going to teach me how to lucid dream. No. And every two hours, it sends me a notification, a push notification that says, am I dreaming? And I have to take my my fingies and I have to push it into my palm because when you're in a dream, if you do that, your brain can't process the tension so your hand will just go through your hand apparently so every two hours i just put my fingers in my palm and press and then if i'm near a light switch i'm supposed to flick it because apparently the lights won't turn on if you're in a dream this is this is um (laughs) anyway my phone tells me what to do and i just do it this is the start to a horror movie this is is either the start of a horror movie the start of the robots taking over or signs that you may have ocd This is one of the three. I vote. I just want you guys to know. I vote. (laughs) This is who's running. Who's voting in the next election? This is who cares about politics. This psychotic woman who just pushes her palm because an app told her to. Every two hours from nine a.m. to nine p.m. I just, I just push my palm. Um, Is that a problem? Should I stop doing that? I think you. I think you might need to start seeing someone. I have I have a list of therapists that y- you could possibly reach out Thank to. You so much. <laughs> Please do tweet at me. I think this is this is an excellent uh, uh, argument for putting Zoloft in the water supply right now. <laughs> just just chill me out a little bit. Um, okay, let's take a quick break because um, we have gotten to we're we're about to ramp up to when Joseph gets. Uh. Super fucking famous. Yeah. So let's take a quick break and we will be right back. All right. uh, We're back, baby. We're back. I would be remiss if I did not point out that uh, we're about to meet the Pharaoh who is, as we mentioned... Uh, the same played by the same actor who plays Jesus in Reefer Madness. In Reefer Madness, <laughs> he loves a biblical character. He loves, and he plays character. it well. He is the horniest Pharaoh I've ever. He is an actor who knows his type, and his type is historical, swarthy, horny, swarthy, man. horny man who walks <laughs> down a staircase while singing a song. Both Matt, Maddie and I said "hachi machi" when yes, he came on screen because, goddamn, he's the definition of hot. which is a reference that literally no one will get (laughs) but it's true but everyone can feel it yes it's like porn you you know you know hachi machi when you see it. you know exactly exactly thank you yeah um so so he goes because the living whoever didn't get executed the butler i guess it's like You've been having a lot of nightmares, sir. Um, and I'm just picturing this interaction uh, because I am watching Simpsons for the first time. Oh, yeah. So now my whole world is filtered through the lens of Simpsons. I can now finally understand what uh, the rest of my generation is talking about. So I like to imagine this butler was very like a Smithers Burns esque relationship. He's like, You've been having a lot of nightmares, sir. I have a person who can fix that for you. And Joseph gets called into active duty to do some just do some light dream interp. Um, And he's like, okay, again, a good news, bad news situation. So there's going to be seven years of Good Eats uh, hosted by Alton Brown. And then there's going to be seven years of Chopped. And that sucks for you. Um, So sad. It's really sad. It's tough. Uh, So I don't understand what was so hard to interpret about that dream. (laughs) Because essentially you just said... There's seven fat cows that come by. Yeah. Right. And then after that, there's seven really skinny cows. <laughs> and I don't know what the, and what the solution is. What could that is, possibly mean? And the solution that makes Joseph famous is just kind of like agricultural planning, which right. is that when you have a surplus, um, store it for right. when you don't for have a surplus. For when you don't have a surplus. <laughs> 
and everyone was like, holy what shit, dude. What the fuck dude. are you talking about, holy man? Holy shit, that's fucking brilliant. This guy, get this guy in charge. We've just been eating all the surplus or throwing it away and lighting it on fire. <laughs> You're telling me we could just keep it? <laughs> Holy shit. Truly the crop rotation of its day. <laughs> Honestly. People didn't understand that by by making less food, you get more food long term. This, this is what I'm saying. They didn't know. They didn't have schools of agriculture back then. Honestly. All they had was loose dream interpretation. Yes, correct. <laughs> and a little bit of common sense. Honestly, that's Joseph's claim to fame is that he just was like, he thought about it for more than one second and was like, let me pitch something. And everyone was like, revolutionary, revolutionary. you're an icon legend star. Do you want to run Egypt? Do you want to be the second boss? <laughs> <laughs> We're ready to hand the keys over to this motherfucker. We don't know a goddamn thing about you. You came from prison. <laughs> you prison, were accused exactly. of raping a, a man's wife, which is essentially property theft. And we're going to put you... <laughs> We're going grand larceny. We're going to put you in charge of the country. Is that cool? And Joseph is like, fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. Go off. I I don't want to brag, but I did dream this would happen. Literally, (laughs) literally failing upward. Truly. Failing upward. Definition of a fail son. Yeah. We love that for him. And honestly, good for Joseph. Okay, but he did have a good idea. And he had a kick-ass coat. So (laughs) (laughs) they saw that and they were like, give this man a job. They saw him in that loincloth and they were like, He's thick, though. He, he do be thick. Okay. Have you seen Donny Osmond? He was ripped he was as cut. Joseph. He was cut. I, I was also struck by the fact that this, A, that he needed to hear the second dream twice. <laughs> Could you just run that by me one more time? <laughs> yeah, and the second one was like the corn, right? Yeah, corn. Famously <laughs> a new world crop. <laughs> I never even fucking thought about that. Oh, my God. Never say that we aren't Eurocentric. Well, didn't you guys know that um, Egypt um, is actually... They were were white in Egypt. That's true. Uh, Historically, we all know, based in uh, Hollywood's interpretation of Egypt, um, they were all white. I know that we did at least, probably cumulatively in my education... I've done at least two months of learning about Egypt, mm-hmm. and I couldn't tell you what crops they grew. Here's what I learned Probably about Egypt: grain. built pyramids, pulled the no- pulled the brains out of their noses with a hook. Mm. Love cats, had picture language. That's what I could tell you about Egyptian society. Yeah, I think you hit all. Yeah, I think you hit all I the major points. <laughs> nailed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, got a new one. I couldn't tell you what crop that they grew that wasn't corn. Like I would. I think I don't know, in the in the Bible <laughs> he says it's grain. It's like wheat or something like yeah. that. Well, that makes, grain makes just sense. Quin, uh, some quinoa. Uh, it's an ancient, an ancient grain. grain. <laughs> Do not understand the change to goose, goose. corn. I could go for some fucking. Yeah, because it seems right like now. it's the same. <laughs> Grain, corn, same syllables, ends with an N. Yeah. There's an R sound. It feels like musically you could just say grain. And the thing that they <laughs> double down on later in the musical. Tim Rice was just out here doing whatever the fuck he felt like. <laughs> what did what did he double down oh, on? Sorry. The, the, just the existence of corn. This is, I'm a scientist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a thing I get hung up on. <laughs> They do come back. Are there people dressed as corn later? I feel like no. They, they just have they really giant fake corn. corn in the late late scene in where the, the brothers are. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh, I forgot about oh, that. the oversized food props. We gotta. Oh, I I'll love need those. to spend at least an hour and a half discussing that. Um, right. So the pharaoh's like. Oh, also the pharaoh is doing this incredible like Elvis impression. Right. That's like the yeah, vibe that I got. He's, He's supposed to be Elvis. He's supposed to be Elvis. He has like an Elvis wig. Thing. Like yeah. glitter. Like glitter wig. hair. Yeah. Incredible. Which, He's wearing blue suede shoes. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Famously, Sharon Needle stole that glitter wig for her look in season correct. four of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, right. So then so then Joseph gets uh, the the he's still in his loincloth. He just gets a fancy necklace. Well, because everyone Listen, was like, that we bod, can't, we're going to cover it up. We I don't are think not so. going to cover that up. Thank <laughs> we're you. We're in a famine. The people need something to look to. A feast for the eyes. <laughs> Man does not live by bread alone. Don't fill up on Joseph's pecs. We got some old corn for you. <laughs> 
don't don't get too full baby um right okay so now joseph is super powerful mm-hmm. basically more cool than pharaoh and pharaoh's like not mad about it i guess for to me that seems like a worthy of execution situation were i the pharaoh well he does get mad that girls are horny for him and understandably so understandably so <laughs> Because before Joseph showed up, all we had was people who looked like the baker and the butler. And nobody's horny for them. No. No. Everybody was horny for Pharaoh. You can't have another guy in a loincloth and a necklace. That girls will go wild. <laughs> in, in my head, Karen, this this would be the the queer subtext in this play. Correct. Where yeah. Pharaoh, Pharaoh wants that Joseph. Feast for the eyes, for the Pharaoh. He wants them all to himself. Yeah. Doesn't want to share them with yes. the horny and that's girls. Why, and that's why he was mad that the girls got horny because he's like, that's, How dare you? that's mine. That's mine. That's mine. You I'm could, the Pharaoh. Like, hands off. <laughs> he is the Pharaoh. He could kind pharaoh. of do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's true. Um... I actually don't know the rules of pharaohs, but I assume it's like English kings in that they have ultimate power and can do whatever they want. Essentially. For no reason at all. Well, yeah, they, they are the godhead of the state. <laughs> yeah, correct. It's, it's wild. Yeah, truly an insane form of government. Um, Then we get to uh those canon days. And I just want to say... What the fuck? Shut the fuck that? up to me about how... Lord Angela Redweber doesn't have any talent. This motherfucker has got range. We have a country western anthem at the top of the show. And then fucking midway through the second act, we have this French noir like tragedy. You can you wish. Sondheim fucking wishes. This motherfucker Sondheim is just <laughs> musing on what it is to be a human. And Andrew Lloyd Webber is writing you bops. Okay. I want to know what the fuck Andrew Lloyd Webber was smoking when he wrote all this. <laughs> Absolutely it was the 70s, nothing. so it had to be some good shit. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Uh, this is pure sobriety. Because they you can go tell. From, like, like you said, like literally, there is no musical through line through this show no, whatsoever. No. No, because no, no. every single no. show, every single song is different. Yeah. Especially <laughs> compared, so having watched Jesus Christ Superstar, which is like all this like psychedelic. Rock madness. Right. But here, the songs are all catchy, at least. Yeah, very, way more pop than rock, for sure. Yeah. Um, What I also love about those Canaan days is the sexy dance, sad dancer. Mm. Right? That's those Canaan days where she's just like dressed in a burqa and she's just like slithering around on all the married men. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then then the, the, the brothers are all like, hey, dad, you're sad. Have this to fuck. We bought you this. La- we bought you this lap dance <laughs> to cheer you up. Wait, to cheer you up. So I know sad. you can't eat anything right now. You're but... so sad about your dead son and how hungry you are. That's sad. We bought so you here's this slap dance. We bought you the sex worker. <laughs> oh um, that's nice. Uh, I love those canon days, but also I do feel it is a bathroom song. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I think this song uh, further the existence of this song further shows that like close every doors does not need to be in Exist. here. We got we have the sad ballad, yeah, and this is it. This is it. We don't let's, need close every door to me. Let's cut out the chaff. Keep the yeah. wheat. Are you, keep the wheat. Keep the wheat. A right? grain we know is allowed. Keep the cor- sorry, <laughs> yes. keep the corn. <laughs> Um. All right. So then the brothers are like, well, we've heard through the grapevine that Egypt is fucking booming despite the rest of us dying. Um, let's go to Egypt because you can just do that. Uh, you don't even have to fill out paperwork. You can mm-hmm. just take your horses and go. Uh, they. I do want to. I do want to. You know, make sure we don't gloss over the fact that they fully admit to resorting to cannibalism at some point during <laughs> the song they do yeah. at one point they like say <laughs> if somebody if somebody like said something at the table we would be so annoyed with them that we would eat them or something like that it's yeah. like one of the lyrics yeah. alludes to such a thing mm-hmm. um truly amazing uh, i love grovel grovel it's so stupid oh yeah i love it so much um just a song about begging I love it. 
Uh, I didn't understand. I didn't know what the word grovel meant as a kid, <laughs> and I didn't think it was a real word. So I just thought it was a sound. Yeah, grovel, 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 grovel. You know, <laughs> like a muppet makes. That's what you put on your driveway. Is just yeah. grovel. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, it's tough. Um, all right, then uh, who's the thief? Benjamin. Right. So Joseph's like, I have a good plan. Um, I have a good plan to test my brother's loyalty like uh to each other the bonds of their brotherhood yeah like i don't understand what the point of this whole thing was it's a mean trick and to be fair joseph is operating from a place of trauma and that he was thrown down a well and sold into human slavery yeah but uh, once again everybody (laughs) sucks here (laughs) so he is getting a little bit of his revenge um and he's like i'm gonna pretend they stole something and then threaten to murder mm-hmm. one of the brothers and see well, let's just see what happens <laughs> and that will inform my behavior from then on which is I don't recommend um, that could have gone that could have gotten sideways. really out of hand really quickly yeah like all you need is one trigger happy guard to just stab <laughs> Benjamin in the court like the second you accuse you him of being a, a thief <laughs> you son of a bitch just too loyal a too loyal guard goes off <laughs> goes, uh, goes off the entire scheme goes off the rails and then you have a dead brother and uh-huh. now you are the asshole <laughs> but instead all goes to plan and we get an incredible song Benjamin Calypso Jesus Christ <sighs> range (laughs) i don't know if this is racist but it doesn't feel right (laughs) it isn't not racist (laughs) Um, the fact that so there are two black characters in this play yeah at least in the film version and one of them is given this fake patois bullshit and just never heard you know. of before so nope the patchball comes through is it simeon no 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 who is it was no name? it's judah judah uh, okay yeah um oh so, it's so you good. know it's something but i think this i i think i was further frustrated by the fact that if this play is supposed to have a moral core to it mm-hmm. this should mm. be the emotional climax of the entire thing <laughs> yeah. exactly and yeah. and instead we get it, you know, them talking about the coconut. I was just gonna say, is now do coconut trees exist in Egypt? I guess they do. They have palm fronds. Yeah. So coconuts exist there. Maybe. Yeah. Well, Benjamin is tall. Is, is, is yeah, straight as a coconut tree. You know. Yeah. The famously the trees that lean. <laughs> a, a, a famously curved tree. A famously, a famously curved, bent, tree. humped tree. It is. It is. Such an interesting musical choice. Especially, it's just wild. It's come you couldn't see it coming. There's it's no way it's a complete left field song and Unreal. Andrew Lloyd Webber got away with it. And yeah, we just let him. He's allowed. Did he can do whatever he wants. He? <laughs> he did to me. I love it. Uh Benjamin Calypso. What an insane Oh, it's so it's everybody so wants everybody wants to cancel LALW for cats, but I think we should cancel him for this song. <laughs> I submit we cancel him for Benjamin. Cole, I will so. I will be submitting the articles of cancellation. I will be remounting this with the entire cast of Cats 2019, but just Hell playing yeah. all the parts in this musical. Yes. Um and James Corden will be singing Benjamin Calypso. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Is that just your plan to, to finally have him canceled? So he can be well and truly canceled. Yes. <laughs> Nail in the coffin is making James Gordon sing yes. Benjamin Calypso. But he has to wear his fat cat suit. His from, fat cat suit. From cats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they're they're definitely going to be. It's definitely going to be the real fur technology. <laughs> yeah. Dame Judy Dench is the narrator, yeah. clearly. Yes. Obviously, Dame Judy Dench is the narrator. And in order to get the queer subtext that we didn't get in Cats, Monkey Strap and mm-hmm. um, Mr. Mistopheles are going to be Pharaoh and Joseph. And Joseph. Perfect. <laughs> and finally, we will achieve climax. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so then Joseph is uh, satisfied with their reaction and is like, all right, I, I accept it and I forgive you. And I agree. 
Peter, if there is a moral core, mm. then that should have already happened when we were like, wow, they really have changed and they're fighting for their right. brother and it should be more dramatic than a Calypso. Um, <laughs> but but instead we get that drama and that gravitas. Um, <laughs> and I guess uh, kind of the finale. I mean, he's just like, he just picks all of them up and he's like, I forgive you. It was me the whole time. Yeah. Your dead brother, Joseph. Don't you recognize me? I'm hot. You haven't seen me in two decades. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know am? who I am? <laughs> Remember you guys sold me into slavery? Here, let me give you a hint. Tell me what you dreamed last night. (laughs) And then he just reminds them all again. uh, Remember I said, remember when we were 12 and I was like, you're going to bow to me? You're going to bow to me? (laughs) Look... It's happening right now. Look what you guys are doing to me right now. <laughs> this is it. Just the biggest toll. Just the biggest toll. Just so of all time. And this Hateful. is this is why Joseph sucks as a human yeah, he being. Fu- he fuck fucking Joseph. sucks. Like fuck Joseph. Yeah, it's a bad story with a bad end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my the one of the worst parts of it for me is that when the brothers went to Egypt, they just left the dad to die in Canaan. <laughs> He was old. What did you want them to do? Travel? He'd hold the whole thing up. Oh, I know. Probably wander away. I guess he's just going to eat one of his wives. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> they, have a, they have enough to spare. <laughs> he's got a few extra lying around. Um, wow. Just a huge fuck you to Joseph. And then, um, and then, and then the minute he's like, hey, I love you guys and I forgive you for selling me into slavery. By the way, do you still have my kick ass coat? <laughs> That I know started this entire thing. I know this, you have my coat. I know you have my coat. This entire fucking squabble was started yeah. because of a fucking coat. Do you still have it? And they're like, yeah, it was sewn for a 12-year-old, but I guess you can have it now if you want it. And he puts it on. He's like, fits like a glove, stinks like an old goat. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's covered in goat viscera, still. by the way. Based on what this musical has led us to believe, they rubbed goat parts all over the coat yeah and ripped it and tore it to shreds and he's like oh that's fine i still want that i still wear it also he so he rolls up to its dad place decked out in the most lavish chariot right his dad gives him the coat yeah. And then he just starts talking to the narrator, not his dad who he hasn't seen in 20 years. His dad, who cherished him above all his other sons, yeah. who bought him a fancy coat, who mourned him for years. He's like, okay, I understand, but I have to talk to to nice brand Annie Lennox right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He Please. turns to not Annie Lennox, and then yeah. you literally see the dad walk off screen. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I have to go be the principal of this school again. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite reveal. My favorite reveal, I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead, we can come back, is the end of the movie where it just, like, that's the credit sequence. Because the premise of this film is that all of these children are at an assembly watching this performance be done for them. And they're also participating in it. And it's like showing all their teachers that are lining the sides and on stage. And it's like, you thought that this was just a principal, but it was actually Joseph's dad. And you're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> the science teacher was Benjamin all along. Right. <laughs> it's like the end of a college movie where it like freeze frames on them yeah. and you're supposed to find out a fact about them. But instead, it's just like Benjamin. Like, yeah, we can see. Yeah, we, we have, have eyes. eyes. <laughs> we put two and two together. We get that they're the same person. It also... Then then you're left with the fact that this framing device has all of these teachers show like vi- like flaunting their bodies in front of all of their students oh my God. like throughout, never this, even throughout of the horn- horniness of this musical yeah there's like a teacher who plays the sexy sex worker and they're like here she is the dancer you all loved oh my god <laughs> here you go you bunch of eight-year-olds yeah. the fucking pianist is actually mrs potiphar the horny old woman who, <laughs> fall- who cries rape yes just amazing wow. amazing I love this. It's I like love this when show. an actor plays a pedophile and you have to get over Like, if that's the first time you saw them, you have to get yeah. over the fact that they played a pedophile. You're like, that's not really who they are. Right, right. Um, how do you recover from watching, you know, your music teacher uh-huh. be horny on the principal? Um, and then we get into the finale. Any dream will do. They are singing, which then turns into Give Me My Colored Coat, My, my amazing, amazing Colored, colored Coat. coat. Uh, 
And then we get into the Bows Mega Mix. Listen. All shows should end with a Bows Mega Mix. I agree. I have been I've only ever been in one show that had a Mega Mix and I would 100% be in Joseph just to do this Mega Mix. A thousand mix. percent. I think it would be so much a fun. A thousand percent. It's great. Yeah. Uh, top to bottom, incredible musical. It's awful and wonderful. Um, I cannot recommend the movie enough. Uh, let's, oh, yeah. Do Isn't we have anything the entire thing on YouTube? Into? Probably. Yeah. I think I probably watched it on YouTube. Um, let's just get into it. Peter, man and chair this for us. Yeah, I I was surprised how much I liked revisiting this. It's fun. I, I do think, like, again... Ultimately fails at having a moral core and having him scream, uh, give me my colored, colored coat at the end just sort of highlights how kind of hollow it is. But I don't need every piece of art I engage with to be capital A, capital S about something. So it's all right. That's fair. Um, But, you know, Bible stories are supposed to kind of sometimes be about something. (laughs) Sort of the point of like a parable. (laughs) Right. False. Uh, I also appreciated that, like, the movie version understood specifically that it was a filmed adaptation of a stage musical. Yeah. Yes. As opposed to something like Cats 2019 <laughs> that wanted to be, Reality, take itself sort of? seriously as a right. quote unquote realistic movie, was just like, no, that's not the medium you're working in. Right. Like, yeah. I always think about, uh, I think some of the Simpsons show writers were like, in every episode, we have to do something that you could only do in a cartoon because that's right. the meaning you work with. And so yeah. it's otherwise it's just do a sitcom. It's exactly. cheaper right. and easier. Yeah. This understands like what it is. And yes. yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I think the same um, is true also of the 70s Jesus Christ Superstar, where it's like the concept is, and that lives more in the real world, but they show you at the beginning, like, hey, all these fucking hippies are just going into the desert mm-hmm. to do a weird, <laughs> to live a performance art life for a couple of weeks, right. the life of the last days of Jesus. It's weird, but like you accept like, yes, it's this film. It's a filmed version of a staged adaptation, Mm -hmm. um, which works to its benefit for sure. And the sets, the fucking sets in this, like in the movie are incredible. So they're really cool and fun. It's a dumb show. It's ultimately very stupid, Mm -hmm. but it is cool to look at visually. Hell yeah. I think Connor man and share this for us. Yeah. I love this show a lot. A lot of it does come down to nostalgia because like we said, Mm -hmm. uh, foundational this is a foundational yes. text yes um i again we had it on vhs my sisters and i watched it all the fucking time mm-hmm. um and you just like i love revisiting it i literally like even looking even coming back to it uh after not listening to it since last year when we were preparing for the first time we recorded this episode um i was just like it's like serotonin. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what it feels like to be happy in a child again. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's it's always fun to go back and revisit media that you like really vibed with as a kid because you get to like pick mm-hmm. up on things like free love and like the references and jokes that you didn't get as a kid because your brain didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're stupid. Yeah, you're stupid. And uh-huh. Now it's fun because you get the jokes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do really love this show. Um, and like I said, I would want to be in it strictly to be in the Mega Mix at the end. Thousand percent. So thousand percent. Men and chair. Yeah. Uh, the trigger that this does to my brain where I hear a note and then I'm able to sing exactly the entirety of the song mm. and then like or hear the end of a song and then know exactly what's coming next. Just like the sense memory <laughs> that I have <laughs> of this album and this movie is uncanny. Um, it feels like driving somewhere in my family's van mm. listening to this show on like level 11 just blast in joseph and the amazing technicolor dream coat hell yes i yeah i loved it it's when i go back i'm like yes this was a musical made for children oh, yeah, 100%. to teach them the story of joseph and in that aspect i think it largely works i would question some of the elements that the pro- film producers had decided to add into this show again which is for children <laughs> for children um 
but it works as like a little kid introduction to a Bible story. It's super fun. The songs are catchy. The songs are fun. Um, Would this go on my Broadway playlist? Probably not. Um, You don't want to you don't want to belt Benjamin Calypso. (laughs) Every day. First of all, how dare you? You know that it would be those canon days. And <laughs> I resent the implication that it wouldn't be. Of course. Um, yeah, it is. It's great. I can't recommend it enough. It's stupid. It's a good use of an hour and a half or less of your time yeah. to watch the movie and be like, wow, we really did watch this as sexually repressed Catholic, <laughs> Catholic children. 100%. And somehow we came out uh, alive. <laughs> can't say whether or not we're okay, but we are certainly alive. That's true. <laughs> not dead. That's true. Uh, Peter, do you have anything to plug? Um, <laughs> somebody wants to find me a job. <laughs> uh, link to Peter's that would LinkedIn be great. will be in the show notes. If you're hiring yeah. scientists, hit us up. Um, Connor, anything for you to plug? No, as usual, you can just find me across all platforms at Cerulea12, um, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that fun stuff. Perfect. You can find this podcast across all social media platforms at Bits Over B-Way. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. Uh, we are also on Patreon. Bits Over Broadway is creating podcasts. You can follow us there. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Uh, if Amazon ever puts out their podcast player, we're on that too. Um, anywhere you find podcasts, you can find ours. Like, subscribe, rate, rate us, and, and review, review us. <laughs> um, and I think that's it. Yeah. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Gravel, gravel. Gravel, gravel. Gravel, 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 gravel. Yeah. Gravel, gravel, gravel.